This insert is brought to you by Radio K Pulpit on 7 to 9 a.m. Visit us on www.kpulpit.co.za. I'm Vyoka Zimatu, your host for the brand new program, Show Me. Every Tuesday at 12 p.m., we will share on the word, focus on building oneness in our nation. Join me every Tuesday at 12 p.m. on Show Me. It's no longer just about the talk, it's about the walk. Umdu, gumdu, kabandu. It is good to be back. It's good to be back. It is 12 o'clock. You are tuned in to Radio K Pulpit, your daily companion, right here on 79 AM, broadcasting from Cape Town, from Cape to Cairo. That's the prophecies of the word and the fire that will break out from Cape Town. So we plug in with this revival that we see in this moment and in this season with the breaking out from locked down, from locked down. <laughs> it's so good to be back today. I'm just so excited uh, to uh, be doing the program that we'll be doing today, which will be looking at the breaking out and the sending out of the Josephs and see what work they will be doing in bringing unity and oneness, not only in their families, their communities and nations but globally. So today I'll be talking to um, servant, really a servant of the Lord, humble servant of the Lord, Patrick Kuana, and uh, just such an example of really the difference between those that know who come from the marketplace, who have a revelation of and the humility of who God is in their lives versus their children of God, because sometimes when I listen to him and hear the things that he says, um, it's those things that you find in the world, uh, people with that kind of knowledge, they'll be clothed with such um, arrogance and, and pride and being known as the gurus uh, of the world and walking around with those shoulders. But the difference with the sons is that they walk with the same mantle of wisdom, revelation and knowledge of the Lord but yet display such humility. And really, Patrick is one of those men of God that God uses with that spirit of humility. And it will just be a privilege to talk to him to, and listen to what he's got to say and share with us today with regards to what God is doing in releasing Josephs, who God um, is revealing for this time of harvesting his blueprints, downloads, precepts, and strategies, heavenly, divinely released strategies from heaven for the Joseph, and see the work they'll be doing in building. So I really look forward uh, to that. And as we always say on the program, we are not done until we have prayed. And after that, we will pray and uh, release what God wants us to release. But I just had this scripture in my heart this morning, in Ezekiel 36, verse 25 to 28, it says, then I will sprinkle clean water on you, and you will be clean. Your filth will be washed away, and you will no longer worship idols. And I will give you a new heart, and I will put a new spirit in you. I will take out your stony, stubborn heart and give you a tender and responsive heart. And I will put my spirit in you so that you will follow my decrees and be careful to obey my regulations. And you will live in Israel, the land I gave your ancestors long ago. You will be my people, and I will be your God. Hallelujah. So we enter through the gate that is Jesus Christ at this time. It's the most exciting time we have ever been in, uh, in my opinion. So even as we go along with the program today, I hope that you will see and get to understand why <laughs> I say so. So, but before we speak to our servant and uh, a person, I'll call an economist of the kingdom of God, Patrick Kuana, uh, let's start with this song and we will see you just after this. 
Show me with Vuyokazi Matu. It's no longer just about talk. It's about the walk. Yeah, but yes, that Lauren Tiegel there says we're still rolling on. And as I have promised with our special guest today, Mr. Patrick Kuana, and we have him on the line. And we're just talking about really what the global shaking has done and also the release of the Josephs. What an honor and privilege to have you. Are you there, Patrick? I am absolutely here, Vuyokazi. It's so good to be back on your show again. Yes, thank you so much for giving us your precious time. I, I'll wait for the invoice. <laughs> <laughs> no, for for this one, there is absolutely no invoice. I'm sure the Lord will pay me in full. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pulling your leg right there. Thank you so much, <laughs> Patrick, for, uh, for your time. And really just what you do. Uh, privately, because uh, what you do private, it really, truly shows um, uh, publicly. So that they say what you do privately, uh, the Lord will honor you publicly. And you are right in a public space right now today. And thank you so much for giving your time. So you are saying um, this global shaking and the season of uh, adversity we seem to be in, uh, it, 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 it's a good thing in your eyes. Yes. Um, you, you see, I, I really believe that, you know, whenever anything is taking place, it's really important for us to be able to discern and to ask God the question, what does he want us to see mm. through what's taking place? And therefore, how does he want us to respond through it? Because I believe that's when we can see the full purposes of God being brought out, even through what is seemingly a adverse and a challenging period. And, and I really believe this whole COVID scenario, the economic um, shaking that we are going through, the adversity that we are going through, it, it's all, there's a bigger plan of God in all of this. And therefore, as kingdom people, it's our responsibility to search out the heart of God through what we are going through. And how do we search for that in the world that where you are bombarded by information in the media on the side, it's thundering with a different voice and that forked tongue that, <laughs> that you know of, and just being swamped by all the other voices. How do children of God still be able to be in a still place of being uh, a, 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 a strong in faith and still be able to hear the silent voice in the midst of the thundering fear and negative voice. Yeah, and I think that's really where struggle between the carnal and the spirit really uh, 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 all culminates in, because it's all about how we process things that are taking place around us, whether we process them through the carnal mind or whether we process them through the mind of Christ. And, and I really believe that, you know, even now, what God is actually achieving through all of this is, is drawing us closer to that place where we begin to seek out the mind of Christ. Because even as the Bible says, we have the mind of Christ. And we almost need to keep practicing using the mind of Christ that is already within us rather than allowing the carnal mind to determine our thoughts and therefore our emotions and our behaviors. And therefore, I think this is a, it's a battle between the flesh and, and, and the spirit because most of what we, um, how we consume information is typically through the flesh, through the carnal mind. But the Bible then says, take every thought captive. And what is that really saying? Take everything that you are processing that's coming in through the flesh and switch it across to the mind of Christ and allow the mind of Christ to process it so that you get God's perspective on what's taking place. And I know it's not an easy thing, but I really believe the more we practice that and not allow the news, uh, 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 um, the circular media, 
um, you know, what we see out there to determine our thought processes, our emotions, and therefore our behavior. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Wow. That's really, really um, a way to, 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 to go and uh, be just standing firm in the word, even when you are being shaken, because the fear can be very real. Uh, in fact, it's been real. We've seen with the church, we've seen with the response um, in, in, in terms of even being silenced. Uh, in certain areas, but we thank God that um, you, we've had many, many of the children of God seeing what's happening behind the radar and being able to, to stand, uh, speak up and speak against the voice of what has been happening. Yeah. So what yeah, is the fruit? It's, it's very real. Mm. And what is the fruit from all this adversity and, and, and suffering? What do you see as, as the fruit of what, uh, what's coming out of it? You know, this has been a very interesting one for me, <laughs> especially in these last, uh, you know, couple of months. And, um, you know, I, I came to this point where I almost felt God was saying to me, do you understand that the greatest Christ-like quality that I look for is your response to suffering and injustice? And I thought, my goodness, what is that all about? I mean, you know, so often we are so focused, you know, the fruit of the Spirit, patience, this, and all of these things. But when I sort of got into this, your response to suffering and injustice is probably the greatest quality of Christ that you could imitate. You know, that really took me by surprise. But I then did to realize that I believe one of the things that God is really urging us into or almost pulling us into is to reestablish our understanding that His glory is actually incubated in the womb of suffering. Mm. And that suffering mm. is actually the birth canal that births His glory. Um, and, and I think, you know, in, in previous seasons, we have almost embraced so much of understanding the blessing side of God, mm. but moving away from the understanding that the foundation of our faith is actually a foundation of suffering. And, and therefore, I, I think God is almost bringing us back. Oh, what are you saying now? I've forgotten about that. Look at the very essence of our master, Jesus, and what Jesus went through. Jesus, before he was exalted to sit at the right hand of the Father, he went through the journey of suffering. Even mm. when he slumped over that rock in the Garden of Gethsemane and he was crying out to the Father, Father, take this cup away from me. But then he says, but not my will, but yours. And he took that cup of suffering and he walked with that cup all the way through the suffering he encountered to the cross, to death, but in the death came mm. the release of the glory of the resurrection and the ascension. So if you look at that picture, you almost see it consistently with all the heroes of faith in the Bible. You look at Job. Job goes through this immense suffering, but at the end of the day, he emerges and the glory emerges through the suffering. You look at Joseph, you look at Daniel, you look at, you can go through all these uh, heroes of faith, and the consistent theme across their whole lives is that their glory is birthed out of a place of suffering, and mm. it was a, their response to that suffering that almost paved the way 
for the Lord to then use them in the way that God wanted them to be used. And, and therefore, it's a tough one. But I really believe that is what God is doing with us right now. Wow. The glory is intubated in the place of suffering. And that's the part that we truly uh, have moved away from. We got too comfortable. Would you say we got too comfortable? Yes, I, absolutely. <laughs> I think we have gotten too comfortable. And as I answer that question, Boyokazi, let me make a very clear statement that I truly believe that it's absolutely God's intention and His plan for us to enter into the blessing. But we must never completely focus on just the blessings and not be recognizing that his pathway for us to get to the blessings is very much linked to our Christ-likeness. And the greatest attribute of our Christ-likeness is our response to suffering and to injustice. And therefore, we need to be recognizing that. And we need to be asking God to help us through that. And even the gospel, I believe, that we preach, we we can't remove that bit of the gospel because we are trying to attract people and we are trying to speak what people want to hear. We need to get back to the real truth so that we can understand the journey that Jesus established for us because we walk on his footsteps. And as we walk upon his footsteps, we also have to be prepared to walk on the footsteps of the suffering that he went through before he entered into glory. There's very little of that message out there. There's yes, that consciousness to understand that when things happen, when there is pressure, when there is pain and suffering, um, it's not that he's not there with you. And our immediate response when we feel that pressure and that nail coming, uh, our immediate response <laughs> is to run for something comforting. Or uh, I mean, we don't embrace it is part yeah. of the journey. Our response, our immediate response is to run away from it. Absolutely. And, and I think our running away, Voyokazi, it actually short-circuits mm. what God actually wants to do in our lives. We, we, we actually cut the, sh- the process short because God is taking us through that process because he really wants us to emerge on the on the other side, and, and it's interesting that uh, you know, as we even talk about this, you know, some of my favorite scriptures are out of the book of Revelation, where Jesus gives the the, the message to the seven churches. But what's interesting in in Revelation chapter two and three, when you read each of those messages to the seven churches, each message finishes off with a statement that says. To them who overcome, this is what I will do. Mm. So it's literally a promise that's linked to the the overcomer. Mm. But you see, for you to be an overcomer, it means there's something that you've needed to overcome. You can't be an overcomer if you haven't overcome anything. So if if, if I'm in this gospel that I believe is just about me walking in constant blessing, walking in constant uh, (laughs) ease, then I'm not overcoming anything. But it says, when you can overcome, God then says, this is what I do. I give you the rod to uh, 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 over nation. I give you the manna that's stored up. I give you this. He promises to give us the things of glory, but after we have overcome because it's an it's an overcomer's blessing, and therefore I think what we need to be striving for, or maybe strive is not the right word, but what we need to be surrendering ourselves to, is Lord, I want the overcomer's blessing, and yes, therefore give Lord. me the grace so to be able through. to go through mm, the challenge mm. so that I can emerge on the other side as an overcomer.
Hallelujah. Let us read the scripture. Uh, it, it's just um, in my, um, just crossed my mind, just feel the impression of the Holy Spirit to read this word because I can feel that somebody is listening out there and is like, I've had enough of this suffering. In fact, they are at the place of believing that God is not with them because mm. things cannot be like this because people are having fun out there <laughs> so yeah. to be in this place won't you read um your scripture reference or you would like me to read which i wouldn't mind okay so you can even read um let's maybe even read some of them if, if you look at um revelation chapter 2 verse um 7 maybe just read verse 7 yes Verse 7, Revelations 2, 7. If you have ears, then listen to what the Spirit says to the churches. To those who win the victory, to those who win the victory. Yes. To those who win the victory. I will give the right to eat the fruit of the tree of life that grows in the garden of God. Hallelujah. So let's stop there for your kids, because I, I think maybe we'll actually read all seven of them. But no, as, as, <laughs> we don't as, as have you, that as time. You, as you emphasize, mm. it's that it's to those who have the victory. Mm. See, it's a it's a conditional. It, you need something to show. <laughs> it's for those. It's specific mm. to those who are victorious, those who overcome, those who have gone through the adversity, the suffering, and have come out on the other side. And, and literally, as I said, if you go through all of these messages to the seven churches, it keeps giving you exactly the same, um, you know, the same, um, the same promise, um, you know, throughout. Wow. You are tuned into Radio K Pulpit right here on 79 AM. If you are uh, 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 listening to the conversation and you'd like to join, maybe contribute or ask or comment on where you are at and how you have taken the time of pressure or how you are dealing with it, our number is 081-729-1657-081. It's a WhatsApp line. 081-729-1657 or SMS us at 379-88-379-88 and we are talking to um, Patrick Kwana today, seventh uh, of the Lord, just looking at the shaking and uh, the coming out of the Josephs. As you know, after such a time as this, things cannot be the same. But let's take a short break. Um, if you can just remain on the line, Brother Eric, uh, Patrick, and then we will be back after this. Thank you. You're listening to Show Me on Radio K Pulpit, 729 AM. Yes, we are right there. So we were talking about the arising after the shaking and what shaking does and the kind of pain that people have taken and how at times when you go through the pain, we do not associate it with the presence uh, of the Lord. In fact, we always claim the devil as a responsibility. But sometimes God allows things, as he often does, so that we can go through. <laughs> and uh, I remember when we were growing up, one of my uh, leaders used to say, you don't go over a problem or under or around. Allow God to take you through it so that you can cross over to the other side, as Brother uh, um, Patrick said today, to those who win the victory. So you need to have something to win to be called an overcomer so that you can have a testimony in this time of testifying. So it is 27 minutes uh, past 12, and um, you are still there, Patrick? Yes, still oh, yeah. Okay, cool. All right. Okay, cool. Yes. Um, and so um, right now, I just want to move in at this time at about 22. We will left with about 20 minutes or so. Okay. Um, so I want to just uh, just get deeper into somebody who's listening now. I don't know why it's like the Lord just keeps coming to this point. Um, there's a brother that's listening now, Patrick. Really, what they are experiencing, what they are going through, um, 
it's they feel it's too much right now what would you say to them i would say to them the lord is taking you through a tough journey because the lord in his love for you has chosen you to be one of the ones who he counts to be an overcomer and therefore because in his love and his choice you are going through the hard time but continue to surrender your hard time and your suffering to the lord Mm. get closer to the lord rather than moving away from him because Mm. as you get closer to the lord this is how and when the lord will actually reveal to you the very secrets of the kingdom and the very blueprint that he wants you to carry when you emerge outside of the suffering. And therefore, suffering does not last forever. Mm. Submit to the suffering, because the more you submit to the suffering and move closer to the Lord, the more the Lord will accelerate you through this channel of suffering so that you can emerge on the other end to release the glory of the Lord. Wow. That doesn't come from someone who has not experienced anything. Is there anything that you can like to quickly share with us, uh, Patrick, in terms of taking the pain? Because I, the sound of your voice is a sound that has been through what you are talking about. Just one example of anything that you have come across. Yeah, you know, we are just uh, a little bit of my own testimony, my own journey with with my family. Um, Again, just very quickly, you know, 2010, uh, we were, you know, doing extremely well in in, in my business. Mm. Um, and, And then the Lord just really started speaking about how everything I had done, I had done using the methods of the enemy. I had used Babylonian methods to accumulate wealth. Mm. And uh, as he spoke to me and to us, even my wife, about that, by the middle of 2011, we felt God saying, get out of it completely. And we ended up, you know, literally exiting out of the investment business that we were in. But the exit was such that the Lord then said, I don't even want you to sell the shares. I want you to give them away as restitution for all the inequity and all the unrighteousness that you were participating in in mm, the business. Mm, mm. So in that process, by middle of 2011, we didn't have a business, we didn't have income. We went through the most harsh wilderness experience by middle of uh, 2012, we had lost our house, we were selling cars, and all I can say is by 2015, 2016, we were literally living in suitcases. Mm. Um, we probably stayed in, you know, probably between 2015 to now, we have probably stayed in over 50 homes. <laughs> most of those homes were homes where people were offering us accommodation because we didn't have accommodation. <laughs> um, and it, it, it was just, but in all of this, Vuyokazi, the amazing thing is um, how God saw us at every mm. point where mm. there's not a single time we did not have a meal to eat. There was not a single time we did not have a safe place to sleep. Mm. Uh, the Lord literally put our children through school, um, where donors just came and 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 helped fund our children through school. But in all of this, we are, wow! Look at so what has come detail. out now. <laughs> yeah. Wow! But the Lord is faithful even when you are going through the harshest mm. of the separation. Because, you see, again, when I look at it, the amount of revelation and wisdom, as you know, for your, one of my 
you know, my focus areas is in looking at economies, looking at business, etc. If I look at how much God has given me over the last nine to eight years, mm. I would never give up the suffering at all because what I've gained through is the suffering, real wealth. I would mm. never have obtained in any other way. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And this time now we transition to what you call this morning, they're coming out of the Joseph. And I really just uh, uh, want to get into that. Thank you so much, uh, Patrick. I hope that if you are listening from home um, and uh, uh, you, you, you've experienced or you are experiencing, you are still in it, I hope you are, you are encouraged to understand that you are still on the path and God is with you. And we pray for strength, we pray for endurance, and we pray for undivided attention of the just. For the just shall live by faith. And so you say in your points here, Patrick, uh, that you sent me, um, it's a time the joining the heroes of faith and releasing the Josephs who God revealed and time harvesting blueprints. Yes. Um, let me start off by giving a word that God has given in the last uh, couple of weeks, couple of months. Mm. But it's a word where God has literally been saying that Africa is the Joseph brother in the earth. Because just as Joseph is the one who was cast out by his brothers, so Africa has also been cast out by our worldly brothers. And therefore, we have been thrown into the pit. We have been thrown onto the pathway of adversity. And therefore, Africa is the Joseph brother in the earth. Mm, mm. And as we enter into these last days and the final harvest, just as Joseph was the key person in the harvest of that day, so Africa will be very key in the final harvest of the Lord. And that harvest is both a spiritual harvest, but also a material harvest. Now, why do I reference specifically Joseph and therefore this journey of suffering? is because the very people, there are certain responses of Joseph that I believe we need to understand. First of all, Joseph forgave the brothers, the very people mm. who slew mm. him into the journey of adversity. He was in a position where he forgave each and every one of them, even as Christ forgives us on the cross without us even asking for forgiveness. Mm. That's a critical attribute of the Joseph that God is raising up. The other Forgiving before you are even asked for forgiveness. Absolutely. A choice. If you look at Joseph's mm. responses, he even says to his brothers, don't worry, it is God who sent me before you. And he says that so many times. So if you look at Genesis, um, Genesis chapter 45, verse 4 to 8, Joseph constantly is making the statement, for God sent me before you. Mm. For God sent me before you. It was not you who sent me here, but God. And therefore Joseph knew that there was a bigger purpose behind his suffering, and therefore the blame was not on his brothers, but he understood that God was working through even the injustice that his brothers had exacted on him for a bigger purpose of saving lives. Hallelujah. And therefore that response of understanding that perhaps it is God's plan for us to be in this place of suffering because he is molding us. He is showing us things that we can only see in suffering, but he's also preparing our response so that we can become the Josephs 
that will then steward his harvesting plan on the earth. The other thing Joseph does is he serves his brothers. He forgives them, he serves them, he loves them unconditionally, even though they were the instrument that started his journey Mm. of adversity and suffering. Mm, 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 mm. He was generous to them. And, And the reason why I'm emphasizing this is because if we look at ourselves as Africa, we have gone through so much collective suffering through injustice, whether it's slavery, whether it's Uh, colonialism, whether it's apartheid, whether it's whatever the injustice has been, our response to it becomes the most critical key that will unlock us as a Joseph continent into the earth. Mm, mm, mm. Because if we respond in the way that says, God, you actually sent us ahead It wasn't what they have done to us, but even despite what they have done to us, you have sent us ahead because in such a time as this, you now want us to model the release of glory through suffering, and that modeling of the release of glory through suffering is what will bring the harvest that you want to bring into the earth today. Hallelujah. Wow. That really, really lands and, and really speaks to us. And I, and I pray that uh, in this time and in this focus on building oneness in our nation, that you are encouraged and that the Lord will be able to shift the posture and the attitude of your heart at this time, that any blame game and any residue of unforgiveness will be washed away so that you can open up new pathways for God to bring his healing and restoration, even as you forgive completely and genuinely as an act of sacrifice before the Lord. In this time, may you be released if you are listening and you really have been uh, through so much injustices, irrespective of who you are, what culture and race, but you have experienced um, levels and levels of injustice of which we collectively as a continent can, can relate to. One of the acceleration um, acceleration moves of God is to bow to him his ways which are higher than our ways and embrace fully what he commands us to do because he knows why he says the things that he says the other day I was just coming through across uh, I came across the scripture uh, love your enemies and pray for them and now it's like it's one of those scriptures you just jump across and say, okay, next. <laughs> <laughs> I know what you mean. <laughs> because you, you see, Moyo, it, it is so, the, the ways of God are so counter mm. and opposite to the ways of, of, of the world. I mean, even if you look at, you know, how, you know, in, in, in Romans, it talks about, you know, be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind, and then it continues, and it talks about, you know, don't seek revenge for your enemy. Pray for them because mm. God himself will deal with it. And therefore, you know, at times it's important for us to remain on the right side of the equation, on God's side of the equation, because if we step across the other side and try to do it, in our own strength, in our own ways, I believe God then says, okay, I'm taking a back seat. You then do it the way you want to do it. Mm. But if you want Mm. to remain on my side so that I do it, because again, Jesus talks about the fact that I will not rest until justice is established in the earth. The, the, The very foundation of God's kingdom talks about it's the foundation of righteousness and justice. Truth stands before him 
loving kindness and mercy. So that's the very formula that God is, is working in, but we must make sure that we are on the right side of justice, we are on the mm, right side mm, of righteousness, mm, mm. we are on the right side of truth, and we are on the right side of mercy. For as long as I step on the other side, then I am effectively saying to deal with this issue by myself, God, please take a back seat. Wow. Wow, wow. Let us help you, my brother, there at home right now. Um, we, you have experienced uh, uh, such pressure. Uh, and now, really, just before you leave, I just feel this uh, unctioning to pray um, uh, just before um, uh, you leave home. Heavenly Father, we thank you yeah. right now for your word, Lord. For your word in Matthew 5, verse 44 says, but I tell you, love your enemies and pray for those who persecute you. And so I pray that, Lord, at this time, you give us the grace and your mercy to pick up this sword, Father, because you are saying these swords that you are giving us, these nuggets that you are dropping in our, in our hands, in the hand of our spirits this morning, they are weapons and swords to tear down the last layer of the veil, Lord, that has been blocking resistance. Since you mentioned this statement, um, Patrick, it's really been echoing uh, even in my spirit. And so, Father, we thank you that right now you are tearing the veil, the last yeah. layer that has been holding back the breakthrough the last layer of resistance. So we pray for grace and mercy that it be released to those who are listening right now, to you, my brother at home, to you, my sister, my mother, my father. May the Lord give you the grace to utter those words today, to say, I forgive so-and-so. Let's open the door for you, for Patrick's message today. It's about the breaking out and the release of the Joseph. Yeah. You've been through what you have experienced because God has been preparing you as a Joseph. And it is time to utter with the sword of the Spirit, the words of your own mouth, to release forgiveness towards those who have done you wrong. Open that door and break out in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. You were lovely Amen. taking us through, uh, my brother Patrick, about the need to forgive before you are even asked, the need to serve as the Joseph, and the need um, to, um, uh, to understand that you have been sent a herd. Just want to make sure that you cover those powerful points that you wanted to make. And anything else you want to say at this point? Yeah, absolutely. So I think... As I finish off just on the on the Joseph um, story, you know, one of my again one of my other favorite scriptures from Joseph is is what Joseph himself then says uh, to his brothers in uh, Genesis uh, chapter fifty, verse nineteen and, mm. and and twenty, and and he says to them, "Do not be afraid, for am I in the place of God." But as for you, you meant evil against me, but God meant it for good in order to bring about, as it is this day, to the saving of many people alive. And, and, and I believe Amen. that says it all, mm. because at the end of the day, Joseph took that position where he says, am I God to judge you? His brothers were getting worried that he was going to exact revenge on them because um, their father had died. But Joseph says to them, am I God that you should be afraid of me? I'm not God. You be afraid of God. But what I know is that what you meant for evil against me, God made it for good. Because it's through this suffering that I've been through that I'm able to be an instrument through which God is saving many, many lives today. Mm. Now, just imagine if that is our response across whatever distinction 
we have, whether it's a racial line, whether it's a tribal line, whether it's a gender line, whatever it is that has brought us to a place of suffering, what if we were able to stand up, as Joseph said, and say to the people who have even contributed towards our journey of suffering, am I God? I'm not God. I've got nothing against you other than to forgive you as God has forgiven you. This issue is between you and God. Wow. But as for me, I know that what you meant for harm, what you did through injustice and unrighteousness, God has used it for good because it's opened up the pathway for my journey of suffering so that I can now be counted as an overcomer and I can now produce and birth the glory of God that can only be birthed through the womb of suffering. And therefore, thank you that actually (laughs) I stand today. Wow birthing God's glory Thank you, Lord. because of what has happened. And by the way, you sort yourselves out with God. Mm, 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 mm. Powerful. So that's where I believe God is wanting us to be. Good. And therefore, one of the things I want to do before we, we finish, I, yes, I really just want to pray to release this comments. Joseph thing because I'm so certain that God is releasing this upon Africa right now. Thank you, Father. Yeah. We receive so, God. before I pray, I, I, I just want to also release the scripture to that man, that woman at home who is really in that place of battling. Mm. So, Psalm 56, verse 8, verse 11, it says, God, you number my wanderings. Put my tears into your bottle. They are... Are they not in your book? When I cry out to you, then my enemies will turn back. This I know because God is for me. In God I will praise his word. In the Lord I will praise his word. In God I have put my trust. I will not be afraid. What can man do for me? You see, God keeps every tear in his bottle. And he says, I know your tears. They are recorded. And every tear that you've cried in the path of suffering, I have taken every drop of it, I've made a note of it, because that is what's going to become the tears of joy that will be poured out as you become a vessel that is birthing my glory after the suffering. Hallelujah. So, thank Father you, God, Father. I just thank you for this opportunity that mm. we had with Voyokazi. I thank you, Lord God, just for how you continue to use her as a power, powerful instrument in your kingdom. Mm. Lord, yes, Lord, I thank you that, Father, you have sent us ahead. Ah. Just as you sent Joseph ahead, you have sent the continent of Africa ahead. You have sent the people of Africa ahead. That, Lord, even though we've had to endure much suffering, much injustice through the things that we have gone through, Father, I thank you that it is through this journey of suffering and adversity that you have been incubating the glory that you are about to release into the world. Yes, Lord. A glory that will bring about a harvesting spiritually, but also materially, as Africa again assumes its its role to be the God-given breadbasket that will feed the the world physical bread of provision, but also the spiritual bread of your word to bring the end-time harvest to pass. Father. Father, I now pray that, Lord, release Release that mm. spirit of forgiveness, Lord. Help us that yes, we may forgive, Lord. that we may be as Joseph and say, what you meant to harm me, God has meant for good, yes, for the Lord. saving of many lives, even as it is today. Yes, so, Lord. Father, I pray that the spirit Hallelujah. of forgiveness will touch 
the continent of Africa, that, Lord, Lord. we will become carriers of the spirit of forgiveness in the world. Thank you, Father. That we will become carriers of the spirit of generosity in the world, just as Joseph was generous to his brothers. Yes, Lord. That we will carry the spirit of unconditional love, where we will love our global brothers across race, across tribe, in the same way that Joseph loved his brothers. Yes, Lord. That we will be the ones who will stand up embracing our brothers, even as we release the power of love into the world. Yes, Lord. So, Father, I just pray that mm. may every single person listening to this yes, be Father. infilled with a new measure of forgiveness, of love, mm. especially across racial lines, across yes, gender lines, across Thank tribal lines, across In the tongues. name of Jesus. Because, Lord, this is what will release the fire of revival that has been spoken of to start in the South and sweep across Africa. And therefore, Lord, release and activate that spirit of Joseph upon your people in this time and in this hour. I pray this in the mighty name of Jesus the Messiah. Amen. Amen, 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 and amen. Hallelujah. We bless you, Lord. Yes. We receive every word, even as we come to a close. We thank you for this time, Father. Seal your word by the power of your Holy Ghost. In the mighty name of Jesus, amen. We'll see you again next week. We have come to the end of the program. We hope that you are blessed and that you will be able to bless others as you extend the message of forgiveness as the Lord is releasing this grace in this hour. Thank you so much, our brother uh, uh, Patrick Kuana, who is, I would say, Kingdom Economics. If you want to know more on Kingdom Economics, uh, you speak to our brother Patrick Kuana. Bless you with your wife, beautiful wife, Mode, and your family. Thank you for blessing us this morning. Thank Goodbye. you for your cousin. Thank you to your listeners. Awesome. Goodbye. Thank you so much for joining us. We'll see you next week, Tuesday, here on Show Me, when we say we are no longer just about the talk, we are about the walk. Umdu, ngumdu, ngabantu. You're listening to Show Me on Radio K Pulpit, 729 AM. No red tape, no frills, only the sounds of life. With Radio Cape Pulpit on 729 AM. Hier die